This is Therapy With Me. I'm a licensed psychotherapist in search of human connection. And this podcast is my space to share insights, tips, and meaningful conversations on how to live and build a beautiful life. Sometimes we take life too seriously and miss out on the good stuff. Transitioning into different seasons can feel lonely, but I hope to support and guide you on your journey to wellness. So without further ado, let the session begin. Hi, friends. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Therapy With Me. I am so happy that you're here. I know that there are many, many shows out there to choose from these days. So the fact that you're listening means the world. I love you guys. It's so fun seeing where people have been tuning in from and seeing this project of mine come to life. This work has been really fulfilling and I have been feeling grateful. So thank you. That being said, excuse the wonky uploading schedule. I'm still playing around with those details to see what works best with everything else that's going on. But last week in my sessions, I found myself nodding along in agreement with my clients with how stuck everyone felt because this is such a common human experience. I wish people talked about more to normalize and validate our emotions. It took a while for me to feel comfortable with handling harder seasons, and I would have loved to have a support space to talk about this and explore this further. Like we all have cycles of sadness, joy, elation, frustration, and stuckness. There is a spectrum. And I think we forget that it's part of the journey that everyone goes through, and it's not only excluding us from that equation. Whenever I have encountered this, I found a lot of self-compassion in the way that I connected to that common humanity of suffering and how we're moving together through this experience as a collective. Whether it's negative or positive, I have allowed it to simply be to feel less alone in my feelings by joining in instead of separating myself and knowing that this feeling or moment won't last forever. It may feel like that when you're in the thick of it, but because of the ephemeral nature of time, impermanence is ever-present. And when you make that connection, you can begin to find excitement in the newness that the next moment or season can bring. So if you're feeling it, and going through it right now, I want you to know and remember that you're going to be okay. Just some thoughts. <laughs> and you're like, is that all, Lisa? Yes. We're just easing into the real deal. But are you ready for today's topic? Strap in because it's a little controversial. I know some of y'all are tuning in because you're into that self-development or self-help space, which I am 100% here for. However, it's much more nuanced than that. Like from a consumer perspective, I genuinely feel like lately it's been overwhelming and unrealistic. While I get it's important to create new systems and learn how to be a productive person, there are so many other variables and factors that go into whether or not one is capable 
of achieving that outcome. And for one to say that this is the golden standard that everybody wants to be a part of is in my eyes incredibly limiting and discriminative because not everyone wants that or has the resources that are available to them to make that happen. Maybe it's the social work lens that I come from, but we always take into consideration the person in environment theory, which recognizes that one's behavior cannot be solely understood adequately without the acknowledgement of the many aspects that make up that individual's environment. So it's the culmination of social, temporal, familial, economic, physical, and spiritual parts that make up who you are. But to feel the pressure of society's standards and have limitations and barriers that impede your ability to achieve these things is absolutely ridiculous. It doesn't make life feel fun or inspiring. It just takes up a lot of mental space and produces a lot of emotional weight. Another part of this conversation that annoys me is the assumption that we are broken and incomplete people that need to be fixed. How does it feel in your body to hear that you need to fix yourself? I don't know about you, but it feels kind of icky and sad to believe that we aren't enough as we are, that we need to find an extension outside of ourselves to become whole and complete, that we need permission to do and be all the things in order to be deemed worthy. I'm here to say that we do not. We do not have to subscribe to this ideal or belief. I think it was in episode one, Honoring Yourself This Year, where I briefly talked about this, but I feel so strongly about it. You genuinely do not have to do anything in order to be worthy. My personal philosophy um, goes like this. like I believe that when you take your first breath on this earth, you already are. Like One of the greatest joys of life is to be the creator of your own universe. You get to call the shots and live in accordance with your own values and beliefs. No one else's. But the question that I'm asking you today is, are you? And there it is, the hot, hot take. Are you doing the things because you love yourself or because you hate yourself? And don't worry, I'm asking myself the same thing. I've recently started my fitness routine again after taking a long hiatus from a winter hibernation, but I started feeling weird about it and had to catch myself from going down that rabbit hole of not feeling enough, not fit enough, not active enough, not attractive enough, not productive enough, the whole saga, the whole nine yards, you know it. And it was this wave of shame that washed over me with a hint of guilt peering through the corner. When it comes to exercise, I will admit that I've had a very up and down, tumultuous relationship that has existed for as long as I can remember, but I thought I was in a good place. Just when you think you've grown and evolved, 
The universe sprinkles some familiar characters in your life to see how you do. It's like, girl, you thought you caught a break? No, ma'am, we are testing you today. (laughs) And to be honest, I was not having the best day already. At this point, I was probably having a mentee B. Jokes aside, I knew that I had to ask myself that very question because I knew better. Am I exercising because I love myself or hate myself? I knew I had to be proactive with how I was going to navigate this discussion. I knew I had choices. I remembered that I had choices. I could continue having a bad day and ruminate on these negative thoughts that made me feel like absolute crap or take a step back and observe what was going on instead of running with the thoughts, seeing it for what it was. In moments like these, I find it incredibly helpful to see things more objectively, just facts, because I know myself. So using my skills to observe, I was going to appreciate the information that was coming through that was telling me to fixate on inadequacy. Was it warranted? No. But was it in some twisted way wanting me to be a better version of myself? Most likely. The problem was it didn't sound great. Did I still want to become a greater version of myself? Absolutely. But did I have to be mean to myself? No. It's these small, intimate moments that we have with ourselves that make all the difference. Are we catching ourselves with these thoughts and challenging the reality of them? We don't have to believe in our thoughts. We don't have to recycle our old stories. And we don't have to go on autopilot. Asking myself those clarifying questions really did help me move out of that particular thought loop. When I checked my reality and where I was at, I was actually wanting to move my body because I knew it would make me feel better. Speaking from the current version of me, this was true. Over the years, my goals have evolved and shifted to appreciate other benefits besides the aesthetics. Right now, I'm choosing to affirm my desire to be strong and healthy. For me, movement improves my mental state of being. Before, I was definitely moving my body because I hated myself. But today, that was not the case. So start reaffirming the beliefs that ignite you. That celebrates the person that you want to become or are becoming right now. Self-love is not only becoming the best version of yourself, but also learning how to love the worst parts of you. So in closing this episode, I hope you check in with your intentions often to practice aligned action. Start being more curious and asking ourselves why. Why are we watching these shows? Why are we hanging out with this person? Why am I saying yes to this? Why am I following these people? Asking ourselves why. Maybe it's because we're comparing ourselves or wanting to change ourselves for 
someone, or maybe we are doing it because we love ourselves. There are so many different intentions behind our actions, but I want you guys to be more granular so that you can start living the life that you want to live and subscribe to. You are whole, you are amazing, and you deserve to be happy. It's a weird analogy, but it's like a beautiful cake. We're already whole and complete. We got that foundation locked down. We're just decorating the cake. We are simply adding onto what is already whole. Wow, 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 you guys. We got a little deep there today. I don't know about you, but I really needed this session. It's always a nice reminder. If you have a friend that also needs to hear this or would benefit from this episode, please share it. If you want to connect with me, you can follow my Instagram at itslease or therapywithlisamarie.com. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a great week. Until then, I'll see you guys on the other side.